Episode 7 is here and it's exciting and I'm Jody Pertel of Lead the Way Events and I'm just here um, as a voice for everybody else's beautiful testimony and their testimonies are giving him all the glory and that is just so exciting to see. Uh, today's episode is with Kathy Ewert, the pastor's wife of Hope Church right here in Oconomowoc, so they are a neighbor church of ours. Um, and it was just great to see her perspective and her rawness was just beautiful. She's just a beautiful lady inside and out. And if you don't know her, I definitely encourage you to get to know her. Um, we will be talking about just peace throughout our home and throughout our community and through our neighborhood and uh, what we're doing about it. She actually had a new tool to give us today, which was just another amazing add to the podcast. Uh, there's also an event coming up in November, so be on the lookout for details on that. Um, it's with me, Lead the Way, and um, I have a special speaker, Laura Sandretti. She'll be speaking in November, and I'll be posting the details as it gets closer and closer, and tickets will be for sale soon. I hope you just all have a beautiful and blessed day. Bye. This is just an exciting time, just sitting here with you. Um, I'm with my dear friend, Kathy Ewert, uh, and I can't wait for you to just start talking and sharing your encouragement for the day, but I just love sitting here with you. It's the end of summer, and there's a lot of going on. We start a crazy new school schedule next week, and really, this is our last Friday, the calm before the crazy of school. And it's going to be a great year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is going to be a great year. Um, well, thanks for your encouragement as well. Oh, good. So I really like to... You encouraged by you as well. So yes. Oh, good. Because sometimes I think that I am my worst enemy. And I feel like you get caught in that where you can be your worst enemy. and Best critic. Worst best, enemy. That's right. That. And um, with, I need to encourage myself just as much as all my moms and my sisters and every, anybody listening. You know, um, whatever your new school week is looking like or if you're not no longer a mom in that season or a woman that's not a mom, just this time of year is um, the fall, you know, with it being fall, it just kind of, um, um, it's just, that's when things, changes I don't know, ahead. the changes yeah. ahead, no matter what, right? Changes ahead. We know that we're going to be getting less fresh air in six months. So it's all kind of closing oh, yeah. in. Yeah. It's all closing in. That's yeah. a good way to right look at it. It's easy to meet outside and we know that we can't meet outside soon. Yeah, Coming that's, fast. you know, we could, I have that? a great idea. We could just get a bunch of those igloos that they have at those restaurants yes. in the front. We could all just sit out. With space heaters. With space heaters. With and, our masks on inside. <laughs> yeah, those plastic <laughs> igloos, we're just going to like, oh, I heard that. We could even charge our friends to use them with us. Oh, yes. that would be amazing. Yeah. Or have you ever seen those chairs at soccer, at the soccer yes. game that you zip up in? Yep. <laughs> Everyone can walk around. Yep, I don't own one, but I've seen them. Yes. <laughs> They're good. Oh, that's so good. So how Kathy and I met is so very kind of fun, actually. Um, it was at Ripple Effect at our church. Uh, I go to Whitestone Community Church, and we have like a mom's group there on Tuesdays. Yes. Such a good group of I ladies. I loved it. I loved yeah. hearing about it because at the time, um, I was talking with a bunch of moms, and we all went to different mom's groups here and there, and our church didn't have one so we're like let's go meet some friends and find out what they're doing and meet that. other people and it was amazing um to yes. come to Whitestone for Ripple Effect Moms I came for a year 
loved it. God put me at this table for a reason, and um, lots of really neat things came of that. I just so love it. And, for having me. Oh, yeah. And there was, you're welcome. I mean, a lot of white stone moms, and then a yeah. few others, and it was a wonderful year. It's really open for anybody. It's yep. not, yep. it's just, it's a blessing that our church can host it there, yep. but it's really for any mom, anybody that can come. Exactly. And um, I didn't bring any toddlers. I came by myself. Yeah, me too. It was great. And everyone's like, you have a toddler at the time. I'm like, yeah, I have a Nana and Papa. So, yeah. but yeah. yeah. I think um, I just remember your smiling face every Tuesday and um, I just wanted to know more. So it was so great to be able then to connect on Facebook and not have a clue that you were the pastor's wife of Hope Church. So I completely was almost dumbfounded. I'm like, what? Like, uh I had to like reread. People don't know right away because sometimes when you know right away, it's like, oh, can I talk to her? Yeah, it's scary. I know. Super scary. I know. I guess you're right. I don't want it to be scary for anyone. Like I'm not. I'm just a normal, ordinary gal in the community. My door's open, and I feel like if there's something that you need to talk to God about, please do, because I'm not him, and Jason's not him, and so never, ever put Jason and I on a pedestal that we don't belong on, because that's for Aww. God. And That's and so I, good. We're just normal people. We're sinful. We need Jesus. So oh, we're That's really, so good really way good to, to say that. that. And, I, you know, I feel like titles can hurt us. Yep. Titles can hurt us bad, and... um. The fact that I didn't know you're right probably just kept me very open to wanting to know you more because of who you are, not because of what you're affiliated with. Yep. And actually, if I thought maybe if I knew that you're, I don't know if I would have reached out. I don't know. might not have bothered. And that would have been really sad. sad. And then you spoke. So I heard a little bit of your story in what you spoke at. And then I think I ran into you probably at Aldi. Well, no, you sent me encouraging words. Oh. You sent me a whole. That that was very sweet. You sent me a whole. I don't even remember. Paragraph. I barely remember that. Yeah. I do. Yeah. But um. But that's cool for you. And I. And every time you go to something like Ripple Effect Moms, you um. You know, you're thinking, do I have an hour and a half today? And then you're leaving, saying, I'm so glad for that hour and a half, God. Yes. Um, You never leave, regretting it. No. You never leave anything that's a part of our Christian walk. I never walk away regretting it. Yes. Even though it might be scary and hard walking in. Mm-hmm. I mean, right, even when he calls us to speak, that was really, yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, you want me to speak? I talk too fast. Yeah. I, you know, I fumble my words. <laughs> I can hear you talking as fast as you go. And I think, well, even when you asked me to talk here, I'm like, no, I'm just kind of boring. I'm not anything special. I know. So maybe you should find someone better. So and I was I so upset like... with you. I was like, what? <laughs> no, dare... God told me. You're like, how dare you? Don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being real. Yeah, good. Because yeah. God told me. He told I just me. want everyone to be encouraged where they're at, and I think there's so much comparison today that we just need to own where we are and take a step instead of wish something away or wait to have something handed to us. Like it's hard. It's hard, and we shouldn't compare. No, you shouldn't compare, right? And it's easy right now. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, anger. There's a lot of, um, just hurt right now. A lot of sensitivity out there, a lot of emotions Mm -hmm. and we get caught, right? We get caught in that, um, whirlwind of comparing. Absolutely. And it's so sad. It's sad to see. And it never brings peace. It never brings peace. I think that like the anger is such a strong emotion the fear is such a strong emotion, but if we could give more strength to the joy and to the admiration that 
God would love to have from us. Mm-hmm. It's just life changing. So I feel that we just we just need to find that peace and that calms that anger and it calms that fear mm-hmm. and it's just a different perspective. But I love all those perspectives coming together. I love hearing people's stories. I love finding out why they feel the way they do. Mm-hmm. And I learn a lot from that too. It's amazing. Right. I think I all of our stories. Like I don't, yeah. I don't have it together. I don't want people mm-hmm. to think I do. Right. That we don't all have it together. Oh, yeah. Like right. if somebody shares a sin with me, every single sin I compa- I um, every single sin I complain about, I mean, like I'm also guilty of. So yes, it's really, it's so really bad to say, oh, there's so much sin out there when there's actually just a lot of sin in my brain as well. Right. And whether or not it comes out, it's there. Right. And and I can pat myself on the back and think, oh, I had a lot of self-control in that moment, but not really. Not if it was in my heart and in my feelings and in mm. my subconscious. So it's that's so harmful. good that you brought that out because it is harmful. And our why, why God tells us to guard our heart. Mm-hmm. Guard our heart. And I don't have the scripture in front of me right now. But the reason we guard our heart is because emotion runs through that. Exactly. And our emotions are not always from him. Mm-hmm. Everything flows from it. Like Right. Yeah. If I'm, if I get angry, it's not someone else's fault. The anger was already in me. Right. And it just came out at the wrong time. Oh, or, that's so good to look at it that way. And like, we need to not ignore our feelings and ignore it all. We need to just work through it. And that's really, really hard. And I think um, lashing out and being angry is just easier than working through it. Mm-hmm. And to work through it, is gonna be painful. It's being refined. When you're when you're refined in the fire, it hurts and it's not fun and you don't want to step into it. But if you want to get away from what you want to get away from, whether it be anger or fear or whatever, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna hurt, but it's gonna be worth it. Totally. Like um, I can. So I my best friend says, I can just tell how much you've changed this in the last year. So I have definitely an anger issue when it comes to like parenting. And I just, I, and I been working on that. Like I just lose my patience and it's not their fault. It's me. It's that anger in me. And I don't know, like, I don't know if it's for perfection. I don't even know what it's for, but, um, I, I, there's like this thing that I just shared the other day where I'm like the overwhelmed mom. There's just so many yeah. different like things. And then it's like that perfect storm of, lashing out when I don't need to and I am I'm a really good apologizer but at what point I just don't want to apologize anymore I, know. I just want to change it I know totally. and maybe it's because we lack so much control of it yeah. you know we we can barely control ourselves so then when we're faced every day with the fact that we can't control everyone in our home yes like we we I don't know why we try yeah we because exactly we to learn and grow too I know I'm with you yeah I'm totally so you. I'm working you know I always say I'm working on that but I really am and um, like I said, my best friend, she, she's so sweet. And we always need these Christian sisters in our lives that will tell us the truth, that show up, that will give us that authentic truth. You need that. You need, and I encourage you to find that Christian sister that will give you that authentic truth. And sometimes it's not always the, you know, it's not always cotton candy and fluff. Yeah. It's like real, but you need it's those Christians. It's not always easy to hear. It's not always easy to, to hear. hear it. Right. I think the things I need to hear, I might have ignored five times in a row. Yes. And then I hear it from a Christian sister who's like, well, what about this? Oh, yeah. I uh, wanted to ignore that. I wanted but to I, ignore it. But I agree. Yes. Like, we need to hear um, the same thing God is telling us from the people we surround ourselves with. And and that's not to say 
we have to get stuck there. Like, I love running from... Oh, yeah. Running from it instead of... Yeah. Instead of, like... Instead of, like, really... Dealing with it. Yeah. And and how many times yeah. in our relationship with Jesus, I never want to run, run away from that. So why is that so easy for me? Now this is easy for me to have that relationship with Jesus where I'm always wanting more or trying to cultivate that relationship. And yeah, do I want to run away from it sometimes when I feel that conviction? Yeah, yeah I do want to run away. But that relationship that we have with Jesus is the same relationships we have here on this earth. The relationships we have with our children, with our husbands, with our Christian sisters, with our family. Yeah. How you're treating those relationships is really what is kind of showing with that relationship with Jesus. Absolutely. And, and if I'm having a problem in my relationships it's because I'm having a problem with my relationship with Jesus for sure yeah so how do we give them what we've been given oh I like it humbling (laughs) it is humbling what do we give yes yeah and it goes back to you and I had a couple of conversations before this and that goes back to that um the peace in our homes yeah let's talk on that because I I think that was so powerful what you had said about um the peace in our homes yeah I think um As a pastor's wife, I probably, um, I hear a lot of hard things and I'm so grateful for the peace I do have in my home. But you know, if, Mm -hmm. if we're going to like lay it all out there, sometimes it's hard. And if I, and it has to start there. I can't, I can't lead others to Jesus if I can't lead the people in my home to Jesus. Mm. So it definitely has to start there. I'm thankful for Jason in that. He's a great, he's a great leader in our home. But yeah, if, if you don't have the peace in the home, it is definitely going to spill out wherever you go. Mm-hmm. I think I love I love the good ripple effects. Yes. Like I love that you at Whitestone call it ripple effect moms <laughs> because there's so many amazingly great ripples um, in my life and in a lot of my loved ones' lives. Um, but if there's a negative ripple effect coming out of my home, they can be negative too. Right, exactly. Yeah. As soon as I have that tone, how can I get upset with them? If I have that tone, and then they have the tone with each other, and I'm like, oh, you know, you know, and like, I know I we wake up like every that, day. But... Yeah, right. <laughs> Mom acts like that, but you can't. So right, that's what I want to say. I'm like, with you. Yeah, I know. no, I know. It's really hard. And yeah. I know we wake up. This is another encouraging thing. Even if you've had those days, if even if you've had that day, you still can wake up that next morning. He promises there will be new grace and new peace mm-hmm. that next day, and that next day, and that next day, and. It, grace and peace never end and he never stops mm-hmm. loving us but at what point we need to start refining the way we act we can't just keep saying I'm gonna just have this horrible tone and all these things and he'll give me grace and peace but we need to start putting um, our actual relationship with Jesus into practice and it starts with that relationship with Jesus and then then it's so much easier to have those relationships in our home and at our in our church community and with our friends and family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If we profess our trust in Jesus, but then don't live that way, like there's a gap there, oh. and we need to not okay that gap away and be like, oh, that's just normal. Everybody, right? Everybody struggles with that, which is true. But like, don't Jesus doesn't want us to stay there. Stay there. That's what I was. He, yeah, he, he wants us, us to grow. He changes us. Yeah. So I think. We forget how powerful God is. And so I can say no thanks to God changing me. Yeah. Or I can allow him to change me. Right. And, and that goes back him. and that goes back to those emotions. You know, there's a lot of hurt right now with family and friends. And I think that's where a lot of our um 
personalities are showing right now are these like a lot of emotions that are going on and it's really not who we are and I feel like this episode is just really a cry out that if you're hurting if you're if you're if you're in an emotional state because it's 2020 or maybe not maybe it's not even because of 2020 it's whatever it's going on in your life this is an encouraging one to, to tell you to like it's okay you have grace he forgives you he loves you and tomorrow's a new day yeah and a new morning mercy every day yeah absolutely yeah he never gives up on us never he's always there but it, but we're not puppets like he he's not going to make us do anything right do i have to serve god no do I get to? Yeah. So, like, why do I say no to that sometimes? Like, what's what's my mission today, God? What's my job today, God? And if and if God wants unity, and if we're united with God, mm-hmm. then how can we not work towards unity here? And yeah. like you said, the state of the state, the state of the union. I mean, there's it's tearing friendships apart. It's tearing um, families apart. And why? Like, I think 2020, if anything, is just exposing things that were already there and making them more obvious. And and it's hard to sit still and sit in that and see it happen. Um, but with the pause in the world, now we're sitting in that hard work and it's emotional. You're right. And it's the hard work, but it, can tr- it turns into good works. Yeah. It's hard, but it's all for good yeah and I've been trying to encourage and um, especially the younger our younger generation what a blessing it is that we're saved in 2020 yeah what amazing blessing and I know that some of you are probably like well I can tell you 20 non blessings but thank you Jesus for saving me and having me be your disciple your servant in 2020 thank you because I can tell you what if it was the Jody before Christ, I would probably be in a loony bend with what's going on in 2020. But because I'm on solid foundation and solid ground with Jesus, yeah, yeah. I have a real perspective and a real understanding that this is just temporary and that I am safe through him. And when we keep leaning in on him, 2020 is going to come and it's going to go. And we're going to have 2021 mm-hmm. And it's exactly. going to be beautiful. Exactly. You know, it's a whole new, it's a whole new season. But there's highs and lows ahead. There's highs and lows right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love knowing that you are in this community, walking around, sharing that message. Oh. Because I think it's so easy to turn on our favorite celebrity pastor and be encouraged. But I'm never going to talk to her. I'm never going to talk to him. There's amazing, amazing ministries out there that I love and I listen to. Um, I could give you a whole list, but... I need people like that in my day-to-day life. And yes. I love knowing that I have brothers and sisters at Hope. I have brothers and sisters at Whitestone. And I think, like, between Jason and I, we have friends at every church in town. And just to yes. know that every church is reaching someone with the gospel. We can all be reached. We can all have a home. Um, we're all in it together. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love that Hope gets to be your neighbor soon. Oh, and I know. I'm so excited. It's crazy. Yeah. And, like, my little guy has some friends at your church. Well, all three of my boys do actually, but um, they're already making plans to meet out in the, in the parking lot, in the field. Yeah, <laughs> like, they have big plans, big plans. And I'm like, how beautiful is that? That's so beautiful. That the churches are all working together. We're not in competition. And I've even been asked like, oh, is that going to be weird? I'm yeah. like, no, it's amazing. I mean, now it's that I know about. that they're making like this whole plan, now you and I need to make a plan to meet in the field after church. Yeah, bring your coffee. I'm yeah. so excited. I It hurts me that 
um, we think churches should compete because um, we're all leading people to Jesus. And if yes. that's paramount, we shouldn't get stuck on all the other things. Like, does every single Christian church in town agree on every single bullet point? No. No. Do we all believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life? I would, well, then I would say yes, and I would hope that yes. Yeah. yeah. So, like, let's go there. Like, do we all preach the gospel? Do we all say Jesus is paramount? Like, let's let's not get stuck fighting about the wrong things. Mm. Um, let's, let's spend our time and energy sharing what really matters, um, cultivating our families in ways yes. that really matter. And, yeah. that, and that just goes into every area of life. I want, I want peace in my schools. I want peace in my neighborhood. Um, obviously, the Big C Church, the, all the church around the world, um, peace in my marriage, career, friendships. Like, when you don't have peace, it's, um, it's a ripple effect, a negative ripple effect. Um, and honestly, if you don't have peace in one of those areas, and I am speaking for myself, <laughs> you know, right now I'm like in, in that turmoil with some relationships. And when you don't have that peace... It bogs you down, mm -hmm. and God doesn't want that. Right. Honestly, He says right. you need to fix that. And right. I don't have the scripture in front of me right now, but and I think we're never going to find true, perfect. We won't to find true, perfect trust in people because that's only in God. Well, we're people. We're yeah, we're and not no perfect. one's going to find it in me. Right. If somebody wants me to be perfect, like I'm sorry, I'm not going to disappoint you. I just, know. Just go to Jesus, please. Yes. Like, I, I'm going to be. I'm going to disappoint people too. So mm -hmm. I think that. We have to go to the peace giver. Like, there's nowhere in the Bible that says the churches should be in competition. So I just love, oh, I love that. moments like, like this where it's like we're all on the same team. All on the same team. Exactly. And, I yeah, I it, it does hurt me to think that anyone would be upset that Hope is moving next door or vice versa. Like, how exciting is yeah. it that we get to share land together and yeah. we all have the same mission? Exactly. And that's just serving him Amen. and bringing people to him. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love your story. I'm so excited. Of coming to know Christ and trusting him because there's this zeal in a brand yes. new adult Christian faith. Yes. Where, yeah. you know, I'm, I have kind of a very safe, boring story and things happened in my life to make me who I am and all that stuff, but I don't have a big overcomer story and I think we even compare how we come to Christ so like um you know for a an adult Christian who's brand new I just love that zeal of okay what can I do now I don't know what to do and this is scary and it's new mm -hmm. and but who knows what they're doing I've been a Christian my whole life and I have those same feelings and I don't always know what I'm doing either and if anything I think sometimes people like me who've been a lifelong Christian say things like wow no thanks god because that's not my gifting or no thanks mm. god like that's not in my wheelhouse mm. but sometimes i think we shouldn't be too quick to say no to god when maybe we're being asked to step somewhere where he really needs us outside of our comfort zone and um and maybe that works better for some personalities than others but um i don't know if you're saying no to god 10 times in a row yeah I there's would something say, like, there revisit some of those yeah <laughs> like you can't do it all no. I can't do it all, but there's something in those 10 asks from God that I'm pretty sure any one of us would be able to try 
or yeah. put ourselves out there and just ask God for his protection and power because it's in him, not us. Mm-hmm. How many times do I say, yeah, that's not my job, where sometimes, oh, maybe it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I maybe I, I am being called to do that. Even if yeah. it's... Yeah, even if it's not where you think it, you yeah. should be or uncomfortable. Yeah, I yeah. People say a lot, you know, I have that big, powerful story um, that I even shared with the podcast yet. But um, for years, I would envy stories like yours, though. And I know envy is sinful, but I would be like, oh, to have been just been raised and been a Christian my whole life. And it was comfy. And, you know, and I'm not saying that it was all comfy, but yeah. And then it was so good to hear from your perspective. You're like. I never had that big, powerful story. Yeah, like, is there something wrong with me? Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Totally. But both of us now knowing that God, those stories are for this moment right here, and his timing is perfect. And no matter what your story is, Mm -hmm. share it. If he's urging you to share your story to your neighbor, to a stranger on the bus, not that anyone takes buses as much anymore, but (laughs) the stranger, yeah, right, wear your mask, (laughs) the stranger at the soccer field, or if he has you sharing your story, even to a family member that maybe is hardened and a non-believer or whatever, wherever he has you sharing Mm -hmm. your stories or has you serving, if he's asking, like Kathy said, if he's asking you 10 times over, please, I encourage you to pray about that and to reconsider it because that is a beautiful calling and I know when he's given me a calling, I get that zeal. I get those faith bumps. I can't wait, to, can't wait to um, serve him. And it's been through the podcast and all the other great things we're doing with the events. And oh, but it's not about any of that. It's about him yeah. and his glory, pointing to him. Yes, yeah, amen. I mean, he just gives us the skills, and it, it, if it's not glorifying him, then maybe it's not the calling. But if you know at the end of what you did was, went all back to him and glorifying him, right. then that was a calling. Right. And you can't ignore that. Yeah. And is it easy? No. Is it messy? Yes. <laughs> I think sometimes yeah. it's really messy. I mean, people are messy. I'm messy. So how could ministry not be messy if life in general isn't messy? Yeah. It just, it just is. And we're not we even talking like big ministry. Even if you're just a... If you're a woman at home and you're in between jobs and your kids are all out of the house or you don't have kids or whatever, whatever your life story is right now. And he has something on your heart that has been nagging at your heart for like a month or something. That is what he's calling you to do. It could be something so simple. It's not, we're not talking like big ministry stuff. We're talking about just everyday serving stuff or whatever, whatever. Yeah. yeah. If I was waiting to serve God until I could change the world. Oh, that's not going to happen. No. I'm just Kathy. So what's the one little thing I can do? Yeah. I love the idea of thinking about what breaks your heart. Oh. What breaks your heart? Well, then we'll make a difference there. Yes. Yeah. What breaks and your then, heart? I yeah. love that because yeah. I feel like my heart breaks every day, but in a good way. Like, okay, Lord put that, or like God put that on my heart and it is breaking, but I could either sit there and mourn and pray yeah. about it, or I could do something about it. Exactly. And yeah. I'd rather just do something about it yeah. and I don't make a get difference. Stuck in that lament. Like, the lament. We yeah. can lament and we can tell God all about it, but mm-hmm. then what's next? Yeah. Like I don't want to get um, stuck in the worry. Yeah. And the paralyzation that like comes from that. Yeah. Um, there's got to be like one little thing I can do. Yes, I agree. 
But it's hard. So yeah, even if, and, and you know, this also goes to anyone that's in a bigger ministry or like any anywhere you're at, even if you're not in a ministry, you know. Um, yeah. And your home is a ministry field. Right. I mean, I love the idea that what if the biggest thing you do for God's kingdom is raising like the next John the Baptist? Get off. That would be amazing. You know? Like yes. maybe you're just raising someone. You're surrounded by greatness. To be so focused on Jesus mm-hmm. that there's another ripple effect. Like all yeah. those little things we can't um, downplay because it's God's power, not ours. Mm-hmm. Um, and God doesn't need me to do anything. He can do it without me. Yeah. So like I get to see neat things happen in the church. And not just at Hope, at other churches too. Yeah. Like I get to hear all these stories. And I just want everyone to know that. It's not a bunch of perfect people talking about how to know the Bible better. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of people who know they need Jesus reaching out into the community to share it. And I yes. think there's a big difference between gathering in the church and being the church because we've seen that happen in 2020. I love teaching the kids. And we always tell the kids, like, this hour that we get with you is amazing, but this isn't it. Right. This isn't it. The church is not this one hour. The church is you guys. Oh, so, like, who yes. are you going to go tell about Jesus? Who are you going to pray for this week? Who are you going to help this week? Who's helping you this week? Mm-hmm. And just, if we can just raise up these kids who know that church isn't, like, checking off a box mm-hmm. or just giving an offering. Like, it's so much It's not just part of your that. routine. Yeah. This is a lifestyle. It this is. is not just part of your, like, it little is. routine. And it's not going to be easy. Right. But it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we teach that with our girls, too. We have a little girls group at our church, yes. and uh, we're, we're teaching them that they can pray at any age, that they can serve at any age, that yes. you're right, that this is not just a checkbox of your day. This is like your life. This is your whole, the the church is not a building. It's your, it's your life. It's who you are. Exactly. And, um, that definitely goes to, you were talking about, um, earlier about, we always like to share tools here on the podcast. Yes. yes. We love our tools and our (laughs) main tools are usually prayer and the Bible, but you had a new one today and I was really excited about that. Well, I don't know if this works for everyone, but I've struggled with depression over the years. And so, for me and my personality and my faith, I have grown, God, I'm sorry, God has really grown my faith through serving others. And I think that for me, living a life of active ministry in some really little ways has really grown my faith. And so if I'm having a really, really bad day, it's just a great nudge from God to say, hey, who feels like you do? Why don't sure. you call them? Yeah. Why don't you pray for them? Why don't you? And how many times do we do this? I'll pray for someone and sometimes give them a text and tell them I have, but often I don't. Um, I'll just pray and talk to God and mutter to God all day long. But like, let's say I text 10% of them to say, hey, I'm praying sure. for you. I'm like, man, why don't I do that more often? Because people need to know that they're not alone mm-hmm. and people need to know that there are people who care for them. And, um, and it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. So for me... I love the tool of active ministry with doing the good deeds that God has prepared for us to do. Because like I said, I think someone else could do them, but I, I get to do that one today. Right. So like if he I chose go, you to do it, yeah, not the yeah. other person to do it. Yeah. Right. And maybe someone else is going to come along with me one day and maybe not. But like if I get to do that one thing that day, that grows my faith. That brings me really quickly out of my pity party. Not only yes. do I get to serve someone else. But, you know, as we often find out, 
we feel like we're being served even more than the people that we're helping. And, and there's so many things that I need to learn and be humbled in that that's a really helpful tool for me. And I don't know if it works for every personality, um, but I've known several women who have walked through dark valleys who have not quit their volunteer work or oh. quit their um, reaching out to someone else in the same situation. And it has truly, God has used that, those little acts of obedience to keep them coming along too. Wow. I didn't think of it like that because we always talk about sharing our stories and our testimonies and like, Mm -hmm. they're not ours, they're his. Yeah. But to actually just show that act instead of always like speaking about it and, you know, just acting in it, like, you know, um, just to act and I don't, whatever that is, even if it's like losing a dog, I've lost a dog. I mean, there's a lot of people that have lost a dog and a friend that lost a dog. If it's that, just that little phone call. Mm-hmm. that said you know I'm sorry I know how it feels to lose to lose your furry baby and yeah. you know um yeah. just praying for you today yeah exactly. I mean because there's and a lot of experiences that we've all gone through together yep that are just not even the big monumental ones just the little ones like oh man I've been an offender bender yeah how are you yeah. feeling my baby cried for three hours straight yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, you're no longer like nursing. I totally feel yeah. how that is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you'll get through it, right? Yeah. And yeah. When we do that, when we come alongside our when we come alongside people right where they're at, that is an act of not only serving but of discipleship and building those relationships together. And when you're a discipleship of when you're a disciple of Jesus, it is coming alongside those people and really loving those people. And you can only do that with being authentic yeah. and when you go back to the truth. And yeah. I love that word authentic because it took me a long time to even understand that word. Right, right. People would tell me all the time, you're just really real. And I'm like, thank you. I don't even know what that means. Is that but good or bad? Oh, yeah, I, right. What should I be feeling right now? Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I, totally. I'm real. Thanks for being real. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thank thank yeah. you for being real. But I had to look up authentic just because I was like, I don't know what that means. It's okay to be real. But yeah, yeah. I understand what they're saying now. You mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. you can um, do all these acts of service. You can pray for people. You can do all these things and still show people your truth and that you're human. And yeah, you're going to make mistakes. Absolutely. And we're not yeah. on these pedestals and we're just these people. Yeah. And but, but through those mistakes and through those hardships and through all that, the junk, the mess, as we call yeah. it, yeah. Uh, or I like to say that we're uh, his misfits. I love when oh, they yeah. talk about Jesus's misfits, yes. you know, yes. but through all that, his light shines so bright yeah. and it's all for his glory. Exactly. And that gives me the faith bumps all yeah. over again. Yeah, exactly. It just makes me so excited. Yeah. So how can we keep that zeal? And yeah. Keep how that do we keep the zeal? Keep that... Yes. The zeal. Because we can look at, um, we can read about all the Bible heroes and think, wow, that, that's messy. But then when we look in the mirror, oh, it's mine's messy. pretty messy too. Yeah, I'm yeah. a mess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but I have that zeal. Yeah. And people ask that. It's so easy to lose. It is so easy. And I encourage you, no matter what season you're in, and you could be someone like Kathy who's had the same relationship with Jesus her whole life and yeah. just this normal, beautiful person. You, I encourage you, you can still find that zeal. Yeah. And I think it's really going back to your tool that you're sharing with us today. It's when you do those acts, those good works, that's when you're going to get that zeal. Yeah. You know? And that's not what's saving me. Like Jesus no, saves me. No, that's right. And I, 
I don't think um, any less of Jesus ever. It's just that I get to do that. It's right. just a big bonus. I actually read about um, good works earlier today, and I will share that scripture um, maybe on the in the content. But it's you're right. The good works is not getting you to be saved. Um, that those good works are just a part of your Christian walk. Yeah, just a fruit of the faith, and it's going to be messy. Like I, I love going to Ephesians four. Even that, even the title is unity and maturity in the body of Christ. Oh, that so is like, so beautiful. If yeah. I am having an issue, I, I got to look back to myself. Like, how am I frustrating someone else? Mm-hmm. How am I, where do I need forgiveness? Um, I love thinking of the unity and maturity in the body of Christ. Are we fighting about what I want? Or are right. we fighting about what my neighbor needs? Right. Like, oh, right. Or the other one that's always about the thorn in the eye or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't put that, or what is, uh, the plank in, yes. don't worry about the, d- the speck of sawdust in your neighbor's eye when you have a plank in your own eye. Yes, like, thank no, you. I always call it a thorn, but you're right. It's a plank. Yeah. We also have thorns in our flesh. Those are bad. Those are yes. really bad. But yeah, like both would hurt. But let's like look at ourselves first and address that sin and mess and oh, that's brokenness. So good. We're all, we've all been places. Yes. So I yeah. just encourage you today, um, you know, like we talked about, Find those Christian sisters that'll give you truth. Just show up. If God is asking you to do something, show up. Um, be a, be authentic. And that um, that church, the building, is not a competition. That mm-hmm. it's not even a building. Church is us, the people. Yeah. And that we all could be friends and have unity together. Totally. And especially in 2020. We need it more than ever. So. Exactly. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me, or thank you for being here with me today. So I'm going to close this in prayer. Um, Dear Father, thank you. Thank you so much for Kathy and I, um, or just Kathy, not even I. It's just thank you so much for. Thank you for Jody too. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you for asking her 10 times over to show up and be on this podcast and uh, for her to just be obedient. And I just pray for all of our listeners that wherever they're at, Lord, you know their hearts. You know where they need to be encouraged. You know where they're hurting. You know where they're sad. You know where their zeal is or is not. You know every single hair on their head, Father. And I just pray for whoever's listening today that um, they ask to be disobedient to you, to listen to you, and you know where they need to be shown and what personality type they are. You created them and they're all your daughters and you are the, the mighty king, the mighty father. And I am thankful for you every day. Thank you for saving us, Lord. Thank you for having us be your daughters during this time um, of, uh, in this life. Your timing is perfect and you wanted us to be right here in this moment on this day. I just thank you for that. I uh, thank you for allowing me to be your daughter and that I just pray that I can still be authentic and obedient to you every day. I ask this all in your son's name. Amen. Amen.